This is the download on a monthly living charge. Every Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. in the monthly living charge building. At the time, it's in the Chamberlain Lions of Fernsey. Contact us to find out more information about us. Please visit our website at But to know for sure is that somewhere in a different part of the world, somebody is seeking the face of the Lord. The same God we are worshipping, the same God they are worshipping there. Amen? Our God, who was walking some 2,000 years ago, he's still walking today. Amen? I was thinking the one Friday night as we were praying, what if Jesus were to walk amongst us in his physical body? How would we react? What would we say? What would we do? How would we sing? How would we worship? Would it be different? But to have that understanding to know that Jesus Christ is still moving by his spirit. That it's the same Jesus that is walking amongst us. When we come, the Bible says, whether there be two or three gathered together in His name, Jesus comes into the midst. Amen. So I believe today that Jesus is amongst us. How many of you want to believe with me? Jesus is amongst us. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I am grateful to be ministering the Word of God today. And I would like to read a scripture found in the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verse 18. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verse 18. Can we all stand to honor the reading of God's word this morning? To all the fathers in our presence, happy Father's Day. It's good to be a father, you get gifts. Um, to the fatherless. So good to know that Jesus is our Father. Amen? The Father to the fatherless. The comforter when we are low. Amen? Some of you may think, I don't have my Father with me. But that warmth of Jesus Christ next to me. Amen? My Father. We can call Him Abba Father. Amen? We are grateful Many of you will spend your day with your father. Amen. Count it a privilege. Be honored. Celebrate what God has given us. Family. Amen. They're saying this is a family that prays together. Stays together. So while we're there, let me make one announcement. Let me add to what Brother Nigel was saying. Friday night is prayer night. And a family that prays together... Do you believe that this group of people is a family? A family that prays together is going to stay together. Friday night. Okay, Brother Nigel, I just want to make it a bit exciting, right? Friday night at 8 o'clock in this very building is our prayer night. It's anything can happen Friday. Who, who attends a Friday night? Get excited with me. Anything can happen Friday night. Amen. How are everybody else going to come if we who are coming are not excited? <laughs> We've been having a wonderful time Friday night. And God has been doing great things in the Friday night prayer. And I want you to know if anything good were to happen to this church, it will be born on the Friday night. It will be born on Friday night prayer night. Where the children of God begin to seek God 
for things that are going to happen for this church. That's all we're doing on Friday is seeking God for a hand, for his hand to move, for revival to come, for souls to be ushered in, for God to raise up soul winners. That's what we're doing on Friday night. Amen? Friday night. Praise the Lord. This is the place to be. As I drive here every Friday night, I see the, the, the streets. We live in town, so the streets are full of people. Amen. Lots of ladies walking on the streets, dressed inappropriately. Lots of men together in different cliques coming to meet those ladies. And you know what? When we leave here, even the times we left, 11, 12, they're still there. And I was telling the, the one night to Brother Carlos, the devil is working overtime and we are going home now. He's still walking and we're going to sleep. The bars are full. It's so full, the people are drinking outside. Have you all noticed that? Wow. Where's the church? What is the church up to? Friday night, prayer night. Come and see what God is going to do. Matthew chapter 21, verse 18. Now in the morning, as he returned into the city, he hungered. And when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found nothing thereon but leaves only. And said unto it, Let no fruit grow on thee henceforth forever. And presently the fig tree withered away. We're not going to talk about the fig tree this morning. We're going to talk about something else. Let's continue. And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How soon is the fig tree withered away? Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If he have faith, and doubt not, he shall not only do this, which is done to the fig tree, but also he shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be cast into the sea. It shall be done. Hallelujah. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, it shall be done. Hallelujah. And all things, whatsoever he shall ask in prayer, believing, he shall receive. How many things? All things. What is the criteria? The next word, whatsoever. That is the criteria. All things, whatsoever, he shall ask, believing. Hallelujah. Let faith arise in this place today. Let faith arise in this building today. Hallelujah. I want to preach to you a message today. Expect the unexpected. This is where the Lancy Church is on the brink of. We are on the brink of expecting the unexpected. Somebody needs to step out in faith and begin to claim it. Hallelujah. There must be a Peter in this house to say, Lord, if that is you, if you say the word, I will come walking on the sea with you. I am tired of just sitting in the boat. Let me walk on the water with you. Let faith arise in this place. Anybody wants to walk on the water with Jesus? Anybody wants to walk on the water with Jesus? You are tired of sitting in the boat. You are tired of just being one of the twelve. You want to step out and make your mark. Praise the name of the Lord. But not only just make your mark. You want to become the first person, the first human being on the face of the earth to walk on the water. Can I get a witness in this place? Hallelujah. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Anyway, just want to let you know I got the flu. But I'm going to turn up the heat. Amen. Hallelujah. I had the flu on Friday. I still got the flu today. But my body, hallelujah, is being energized by the Spirit. So when I'm done, if I do collapse, that's okay. Amen. The mission was to come preach the Word of God. And this is what I'm going to do. Hallelujah. Faith, faith. We're going to expect the unexpected. We need faith. Hallelujah. The thing that is stopping you from entering into the unexpected 
He said, God, I believe. I believe. Is to be able to remove the character of doubting Thomas. Just to be able to say, unless I see, I'm not going to believe. Hallelujah. Remove that mask. Remove that skeleton. Remove the thing that is holding us. Bondage to be able to say, yes, Lord, I believe. Oh, blessed are you who have not seen, but yet you believe. Hallelujah. God wants to do something unexpected. God wants to do something that is powerful, that is beyond your understanding, that is beyond your expectation. We need to stretch our faith. They were not expecting that tree to be withered away. No. They were expecting that word, oh, Jesus is angry. Let him say his his word. And that be it. But when they saw that this tree was withered away, then they began to mouth. We're not expecting this. We're not expecting the word to have so much power. Hallelujah. We're not expecting the word to have so instantaneous power. We expect the word, maybe some months later it will happen, but we're not expecting it right now. I want you to step out in faith with me today. I want you to expect today. I want you to begin to realize that God wants to do something. He wants to do it now. God wants to do a quick thing. God wants to do a new thing. And it's going to start, hallelujah, whether you are ready or you are not ready. Hallelujah. You need to get in or you need to get out. But somewhere here in the middle, God's going to run you over. Hallelujah. Come on. We need to join with what God wants to do. You need to be on the Lord's side. Hallelujah. Why are we sitting on the fence? Praise the Lord. Why are we we deciding? Hallelujah. Let's get decided today. Let's get our mind made up. It is one way, Jesus. There is no other way. You know that. Praise the Lord. What is stopping you? What is holding you back to say, I'm going to put my hand in in the hand of the man of Galilee. Because he's the one that calms the storm. Hallelujah. There's no one else we can trust. We're going to trust Jesus. We're going to hold on to Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of my faith. So if he's my beginning and he's my end, I've got no other place to go. Amen. I start with him. I finish in him. The, uh, Paul, uh, Paul says in the book of Philippians, says, uh, chapter 1 verse 6, He that began a good work in you will perform it even until the day of Jesus Christ. The thing that God has started, it will come to pass. Stop doubting, praise the Lord. Stop doubting. I've said it before. If God is going to do a thing in this island, He's going to start it in this church. Somebody better believe. Hallelujah. Somebody better believe. If God is going to do something in this island, if revival is to come to this island, God is going to start it in this church. He's going to start it with you. You've got to get a hold of it. You've got to start believing and say, God, I want to be a part of it. I just don't want to sit on the sideline and say, oh, I was in that church and I know those people who are on fire. I know those, that person who prays and people get healed. I want to be a part of it. The songwriter says, he says, Lord, whatever you're doing in the season, don't do it without me. Hallelujah. If you're healing, oh, Lord, don't do it without me. Hallelujah. Whatever God is doing in the season, I want to be a part of it. Hallelujah. If revival is going to come in Delancey and go out to Gansey, I want to be a part of it. Hallelujah. I don't want to just be on the sideline. I don't want to be a coach for revival. Amen. I want to be in the mix. Praise the Lord. I want to be part of the ingredients that makes the revival. I want to be part of the group of people that say, we will not sit back anymore. We are tired of living ordinary lives. We are tired of living expected lives. Nobody is expecting this. Nobody is expecting mighty signs, wonders, and miracles to take place. That's why God is going to do it. Hallelujah. Because even his disciples were not expecting, expecting anything to happen. That's why God is doing it. Because God is always working in the unexpected. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 17.
Romans 10 verse 17, the Bible says, So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the... Hallelujah. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So, the reason why I'm preaching to you today is so that you can get faith. So faith will arise. And so that God can do what He wants to do. Amen? So I want to give you some stories. Okay, let's not say stories. I don't like the word stories. Okay? I want to give you some incidents that happened not so long time ago to our brethren of like faith. Who? Our, the disciples. 2,000 years ago. When we say stories, it seems like pie in the sky. <laughs> Tell you some stories in the Bible. Amen? This, thing's, this stuff happened. If you can start believing that, that it happened, then you're expecting that same thing to happen. Because you say, I serve the same Jesus who was walking with them. And if that same Jesus was doing it then, he can do it now. You see, I start to step out of the expected into the unexpected. I'm starting to believe that this Bible is not a lie. It is actual events uh, that has been recorded uh, as the power of the Holy Ghost uh, began to move on the writers. They began to write uh, as the, the power of the Holy Ghost uh, gave them the inspiration. It is the inspired word of God. As God began to speak, uh, they began to write. So every word becomes truth. So I'm expecting. Hallelujah. So let's go. In Acts chapter 3. Everybody knows Acts chapter 3? The first powerful miracle to take place. You know it. Acts chapter 3 verse 1. The Bible says Peter and, and John. They were going at the hour of prayer to the temple. And as they went on their way, they found a man at the gate called beautiful and this man was saying arms please arms hallelujah expecting some money so what it says in verse 5 and he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something expecting to receive something Hallelujah. What must he have done? As, a, as the layman, he must have stretched out his hand. Whether he looked or he didn't, when, they, when he saw them, he put out, I'm expecting to receive something. Hallelujah. Church, are you expecting to receive something? We need to stretch our hands because we're expecting. Jesus is passing by and I've got my hands tied behind my back and it is Jesus. I am expecting I am expecting something. And the Bible says uh, that this man put his hand forth. Uh, he was say, expecting to receive something uh, from Peter and John. Hallelujah. The Bible says in verse 6, uh, Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ uh, of Nazareth, uh, rise up and walk. What uh, you are expecting, praise God. Uh, God wants to give you the unexpected. You are expecting some finance. Uh, you are expecting some money. But God wants to give you the unexpected. Uh, this man was sitting at the gate. Uh, he was expecting something that is always expected. He was born lame, praise God. So all his life, uh, he was expecting money. And he got money, praise God. But God wants to take you into that place uh, where you will expect uh, the unexpected. The thing that Jesus wants to give you is more than you were expecting. Hallelujah. Instead of helping this man with some money, rise up and walk. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. This is the key ingredient to our problem. Is in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't have anything to give you. I don't have anything for myself to give you. But what I have is in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. 
In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. It's in the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Let faith arise. We are here to expect the unexpected. The thing that you're asking God, God wants to do exceeding, abundant, above all that we could think or ask from Him. Praise the name of the Lord. You are limiting God to all your small needs. But God said, I want to do something that is much greater than that. Stretch forth your hand and expect it today. Stretch forth and expect it. Hallelujah. The book of Acts chapter 16, verse 23. Just a few examples, praise God. I don't mean to preach long. In other words, I didn't plan to preach long. I was saying, God, we're going to seek your face today. We want you to do something. Amen? I said, God, we want you to do something. We want you to do something powerful. We want the anointing of God to fall. We want the Holy Ghost power. We want the glory of God to come in this place. Hallelujah. Amen. We want the glory of God to come. We want God to do an unexpected thing. We'll say, we'll look back and say, marvel, it is Jesus. Hallelujah. It is marvelous what Jesus can do. It's only Jesus that can do this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we want to give time for God to move. Amen. We want to give God time to move. How many of you have a need here? How many of you have a need? Jesus wants to meet your expectation. Hallelujah. If you have faith today, if you have faith today, lift up your hands. Hallelujah. God wants to do it. Hallelujah. I have nothing, praise God, but I have Jesus. I have Jesus, uh, and I know that I've got Jesus, praise the name of the Lord. Nobody can deny that, praise God. The God that is in me, hallelujah, is greater than anything in this world. He's greater than any sickness. Uh, he's greater than any problem. He's greater than any difficulty that, that you're facing. Believe. Expect it. Step out uh, of our ordinary lives. Uh, step out of our comfort zones. Uh, step into the unexpected. That is where God is working. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they would not bow. And they would say, we expect God to save us. But even if God don't save us, we are willing to step in the unexpected. Hallelujah. It's only when you step into the unexpected is there you're going to meet Jesus. Because Jesus is walking. Jesus is walking in the unexpected places. In the fire. Hallelujah. In the fire. We need a Holy Ghost fire. We need a Holy Ghost fire. Church, we need a whole. This is a Pentecostal church. We need a Holy Ghost fire. You are not the same as everybody else. You better believe that. Hallelujah. You better believe that. We want the day of Pentecost explosion here. Hallelujah. I said we want a day of Pentecost explosion here. The people outside will hear and say, what kind of language is that? We have not heard it before. Hallelujah. We are not here to play our organ style music, amen. And everybody act like somebody died. Hallelujah. Jesus is the resurrection and the life, praise God. Hallelujah. We want God to move and we want everybody else out there to know that God is moving here. Why are they going to come here if they, this place is the same as this? Hallelujah. When God begins to move, when God begins to shake things, Hallelujah. The people will come to run and say, what is going on there? What is going on here? Is there something going on here? We've got to make it happen. We've got we to make news. Hallelujah. Everybody is going to the, the, the city front or whatever you call it. What do you call it? The town front. They blocked all the parking and everything. I had to drive an extra... 500 meters to get here this morning. But something is happening. Everybody's making their way there. There is news. The signs was there. This parking will be closed from 8 a.m. Sunday till 6 p.m. There's news. Nobody knows. There's no ad advertising of what is taking place. But that parking is closed. People, we're going to get here. Because if this parking is closed, then something is happening here. But what, what will get people to come in here? 
to expect something unexpected. They don't know, but they heard about it. They heard that, they, that they may, God might be moving that place. They heard via the grapevine that in that place, uh, God moves. There's an anointing in that place. When you go there, you receive a touch from God. You'll never be the same again. If you're suffering from, from things that hold you bondage and captive addictions, go to that place. One touch of Jesus and you'll never be the same again. What's the news about Delancey? Hallelujah. What are the people hearing about this place? Matthew chapter 16 verse 23. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safe. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Hallelujah. Somebody say, prayed. Paul and Silas, they begin to pray. They say, no, it's time to go to bed now. It's late. We had a long day. We've been beaten. They were beaten, you know, before they were put in jail. They were beaten. They were striped before they were cast into prison. We need to rest. Now, midnight hour, they begin to sing praises unto the Lord. They sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Hmm. Somebody needs to hear something. In that church, when they worship, the people outside, they hear. Hallelujah. It's summertime now. That means we can open windows and doors. Praise God. Do you remember Daniel? They threatened Daniel. If you pray, if you seek God, we're going to throw you in the lion's den. He says, okay, that's all right. He went to his window. Maybe he was checking if they are watching. But he opened it. Through the curtains. Let me show you. This is what he said. Let me show you what my God can do. Hallelujah. There be lions out there. Amen. There are lions out there. Praise the name of the Lord. But we need to show what God can do in the midst of lions. We need to show that our God is a God that will answer prayer. That our God, He said what He will do, He will do it. Hallelujah. Step into the unexpected. My brothers and sisters, we need to start living in the realm that God wants us to live. Out of the ordinary. Out of having a Sunday where we know, oh, we're going to come, we're going to sing six songs, and then we're going to take the offering. And the preacher's going to come preach. And within 45 minutes, we're going to go home. Right? To be able to say, I'm going to church this Sunday. I don't know what's going to happen. I have no clue what's going to happen. I'm so excited about what God is going to do because I don't even know what God... Because last week he did this and this week it's going to be something whole new because I can feel something is coming. To be able to step out and say, God, you, you are going to do something unexpected. I feel it. Hallelujah. So they began to sing. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. Hallelujah. This is how God moves. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. When God moves. Because the Bible says heaven is his throne. And earth is his footstool. And when Paul and Silas began to pray. This is what God did. He stood up. And when God stood up, the earth began to quake. Hallelujah. Do you understand what is happening? You got the attention of God. When you start to pray and to say, no, in the midst of their pain, in the midst of their turmoil, in the midst of the most difficult times that they could be, they began to sing praises unto God. They began to worship God. And God stood, my children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God responds to a few things. Recognize what they are. You get the attention of God. 
The Bible says Hannah was on her knees uh, crying before the Lord. I need a child. My husband's wife got children. I don't have a child. She cried and cried and cried before God until she, there's no words coming out of her mouth. Just the lips was beginning to move. Eli is watching this crazy woman drinking so early in the morning. That's what he was thinking. He says, no. I have a need. I have a need. God responds to a few things. Recognize what they are. And go in that path. Praise the name of the Lord. So in the midst of turmoil, they began to sing. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened. And everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners, prisoners had fled. Hallelujah. Expect the unexpected. I don't know what Paul and Silas were expecting. But they were expecting something. They could feel something. Definitely God superseded their expectation. But that's the kind of God that we serve. I want you to know something about our God. When God walks onto a scene, the thing that has been keeping you hostage, hallelujah, when God walks onto that present scene, the thing that has been keeping them hostage is getting ready to die. This jailer who was outside watching them, he said, it's time to kill myself. The thing that holds you hostage, the thing that is your prisoner, let God step into the scene and see that thing tremble, see that thing flee, see that thing fall apart and die. This is what God wants to do. There are shackles that are holding you. There are prisoners that are keeping watch over you. Let God step into the scene and let all hell break loose. Don't let that thing hold you anymore. Don't let that thing guard you anymore. God wants to do a new thing. God wants to do an unexpected thing. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me see you sing in your turmoil. Let me see you worship in your sickness. Let me see you glorify God like Job says, Naked have I come into this world, Lord, and naked shall I go. Lord, you gave, you take away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And see what God will do. Hallelujah. Or as ordinary people, we are prone to complain. I don't want to be ordinary. When I'm supposed to complain, let me rejoice in the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in Him. Though I have pain, though I have sickness, though I have disease, it's my time to rejoice in the Lord. It's His day. Hallelujah. Devil can't hold me. His chains can't hold me. His demons can't hold me. Hallelujah. In the presence of the Lord, there is liberty, freedom. This is the place to be set free. The house of freedom, the house of liberty. Whatsoever that's holding us will be broken here. Thank you, Jesus. In the book of John chapter 11, Praise the Lord. John chapter 11. Excuse me. Lazarus is sick unto death. They had summoned Jesus to come. Amen. Jesus didn't come. So in John chapter 11 verse 20. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Can you think of these words here very quickly? Martha heard that Jesus was coming, 
So she went out to meet him, but Mary sat still. Now she's not expecting anything. Why? He's already dead. He's already dead. So what's the use? She sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother would not have died. If you, have, if you had been here. Anyway, thanks for coming, but it's too late. How many of you have closed the chapters on certain issues to say, God, it's okay. It's over. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing you can do. It's over. Lazarus is dead. You came too late. It's okay. We understand that you've been busy and you've got other things to attend. But he's dead. And that's okay. We've come to expect that. Or we've come to accept that. We've come to terms with it. How many things in your life you came to terms with? I take chronic medication every day, so I've come to terms with it, you know. It's one of those things. I'm old. I've come to terms with it. I made my peace with it. You see, as, as human beings, we've got all the terminology you can think of. I made my peace. What, what is that? I made my peace with it. Some kind of ailment, something that is horrible and tormenting. You made your peace with it? Oh, when you step out into the unexpected. No, no. I do not, I do not accept this. We are so timid. We are so polite to our enemies. Amen? We are so good to them. You need to read a little of the Old Testament of how Israel annihilated their enemies. And we need to get some backbone as a child of God. And know how to address the devil. And know how to address his minions. Hallelujah. Israel did not play nice. And when they tried to play nice, God was on the scene to sort it out. What is it that I hear? The bleating of these animals. No, we thought some of it was good. We'll keep a sacrifice. Bring them all out. God said, destroy, destroy. The enemy must go. The plans of the enemy must be destroyed. They must not be pampered and not be kept safe and cuddled and snuggled with, praise God. It must be destroyed. We've come on the scene to destroy the works of the devil so that the, the enemy will release the hostages. Let me tell you something. When you think and you want to play nicer, you, you absolutely have no regard for what Jesus has done because Jesus went after he had died. He went into the bottomless pit. He took the keys from the enemy. He took back the authority. He says, you will not have authority. He defeated death once and for all. Amen? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Further down in verse 32. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, the exact same thing. You see, it's as if we planned these things. As if she was there when Martha said this to Jesus. You see these words? It's the things that we, we plan to say. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Verse 37. And some of them said, so by the way, there was a lot of people watching and coming there towards that funeral home. And some of them said, in verse 37, could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man should not have died? People say, they're also saying the same thing. Jesus, he healed the blind. If he was here, Lazarus wouldn't have died. Jesus said in verse 39, Take uh, he away the stone. Ha! Huh. I want to say this to God in my life. There is a stone 
there is a stumbling block in my life that is stopping me from the expected to reaching out into the unexpected. Remove that stone, Jesus. I need to believe. I say I'm a believer, but I don't believe. Praise the Lord. How can we say this? How can a a mechanic say, I'm a mechanic, but I don't repair engines? No, engines, one thing I don't do. But I'm a mechanic. I'm a doctor, but patients, I hate them. I don't look at patients. That's not my job. Not patients. Anybody else? Not patients. Praise the Lord. Take away the stone. I'm a believer. So I believe. God, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh. For he had been dead four days. Still can't believe. Still can't begin to picture and imagine what does Jesus want to do here. Can I give him this opportunity? Let him do his thing. He's done so many marvelous things before. Let me give him an opportunity. Hallelujah. Verse 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou, was, that thou hearest me always. But because of the people would stand by, I said it. That they may believe that thou hast sent me. That they may believe. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot, with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus wants to do for me. I've got things that, I, that have kept me dead for too long. Jesus wants to resurrect me. There are things that have kept me born. He said, Loose him, let him go. Hallelujah. Now he's got a testimony. Praise the Lord. Jesus is walking. That same Jesus who said that 2,000 years ago is the same Jesus that is present in this place. Can I get a believer in this house today? That same Jesus. Hallelujah. I said that same. That same Jesus. He's here. Hallelujah. I just want to step out of my expect of my expectation and step into the unexpected. I want to step out of this ordinary realm and come into the realm where Jesus is operating. Hallelujah. Loose him. Let him go. Don't let him be bound no more. The grave, you know, Jesus was getting ready to show them something powerful. All he wants is, give me way. See, there's some, they, you know, for, for Jesus to operate, there are certain things that are hindering. There's some stone there. There's some people who are unbelieving, like Martha and Mary. Help their unbelief. Get some of the things. Our miracle is in the unexpected. So I want you to know, church, all you've got to do is roll away the stone. You've got one stumbling block that is hindering you from receiving this miracle. Whatsoever it might be. If it be sin, Jesus is the forgiver of sin today. Hallelujah. You say, I don't sin. I'm not a sinner. I'm a good person. We have compared sin with good. I have a lot of good friends. They don't even know Jesus Christ. Will they go to heaven? Hmm. I'm good. If they sin, 
His sin is a stumbling block. All we need is God, forgive me. Roll away the stone. How easy. Pride. Can't pride. Pride is the biggest stumbling block that we can ever encounter. We couldn't step out to say, Jesus. We couldn't do that. Anybody watch the football yesterday? You should have. They were beat. So sad. I had flags outside of our window. It was one pound, so, you know, it was, it was the way to go. England's flags were the cheapest. But it's so easy to talk about the soccer. So easy to talk about football. So easy to talk about these things. When you meet people in the street, you can't say, you know what, my Jesus, he came into our church this Sunday and he turned things upside down. You need to come next week and see what Jesus is doing. Hallelujah. Easy to talk about the things of the world, but to, to say Jesus, to come out of our mouth, we've got stumbling blocks, shy, pride, vanity, all those things. Bring them to subjection today. Today is the day of salvation, church. Don't come. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow we got prayer at uh, 8 o'clock, at 9 o'clock. I'm making a lot of announcements. Tomorrow, prayer at, at 9.15, sorry. You come early, it's okay. Somebody's always here. Come and pray. But don't worry about tomorrow. What if we don't get tomorrow? What if we don't get tomorrow? Now is all we have. I give myself, Jesus. I give myself. I want something unexpected. Hallelujah. I'm not willing to go out of this life the same way we came. Nothing ever happened in my life. And I was talking about Jesus is a powerful, miraculous God. And I've never seen anything powerful and miraculous in my life. I don't want to go out this way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There is an attitude that comes with expecting from God. Do you remember Jacob when he had an encounter with the angel? He met this angel and he knew there's something here. There's something powerful that is taking place. I cannot put my hand on it. But I'm going to hold on. I cannot be really perceive what God is wants to do. But I'm just going to grab it and I'm going to hold on. And so Jacob, with this angel, he began to wrestle. I'm not letting you go. This angel began to bargain. No, let me go. No, I'm not going to let you go. Let me go. No, I'm not going to let you go. He got a hold of this angel. The Bible says he dislocated because of the wrestling. And all this pain dislocated hip. He began to wrestle. Anybody had a dislocated hip here? Just by chance? Yeah? Is that pain? Whoa. Praise the Lord. Wrestle. You try to wrestle when you're... No? I guess it wasn't easy for Jacob then. Wrestling. The angel dislocated him. And he's, okay. Tell me what you want then. Say, I'm not going to let you go. Until you bless me. Hallelujah. I won't let you go, Jesus. Until you bless me. I want to get a hold of you today. And not let you go. Until you do the thing that is unexpected. Because I am expecting. Hallelujah. I am expecting. That kind of attitude. I am expecting. I am expecting from you. Nehemiah was threatened. By invasion from the, from the other nations. In Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 17. The Bible says that he decided, okay, we're going to build a wall to protect us. But while we're building the wall, it doesn't mean the enemy is not going to come and attack. Right? So what Nehemiah said in Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 17. While we are building, builders, build with one hand. 
and have your sword in the other hand. You build with one hand and have your weapon on the other hand. Praise the name of the Lord. We, we got things to do, praise God. Right? But that doesn't give the enemy chance in our life. No, I was busy. And that's why I could not pray. Hallelujah. I was busy and I couldn't pray. I had so much of things going on. And I had no time for the Lord this week. You ever said that? I had no time for the Lord this week. I was busy. God knows you got things to build. That's why God said, I give you two hands. You build with one and you fight the enemy with the other. Hallelujah. You need to have your sword, brothers and sisters. There's no playing out there. When the devil gets you, he's going to get you. Don't let him get you without the sword. Amen. There's an attitude that comes together with receiving and moving into the unexpected. Act like it. Put that armor. Look like the parts. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are there. Praise God. We're ready to close. I want God to do something amazing this morning. Hallelujah. I want God to do something I'm expecting from God. I need you to expect with me, praise God. I need you to believe with me that God's going to do it. We've had trials. I've come to know the church a little bit. Coming to the praise and you hear the voices of different requests. We pray for those of you who cannot make it in your job places. Monday mornings, there's a lot of prayer going on. Whether you're at work, whether they're sick, you cannot be amongst us. There's a lot of prayer going on. And so I, I know that God, this, is, this, this place is rife for God to do something. Praise the name of the Lord. Luke chapter 17 verse 5 says, And the apostle said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. If you're just struggling also to believe, this is a place to meet Jesus. Lord, increase my faith. If that's all you've got to say, and you cannot, you're not there to believe, you're not at that point to believe, just come to Jesus today and say, Lord, just increase my faith. I find it difficult to believe. That's okay. The, 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 the apostles were saying this to Jesus. They said, Lord Jesus, increase my faith. They've seen him work. They said, it's difficult for me, Lord. It's difficult. Thomas was struggling. We like to condemn Thomas. But he was struggling to believe this thing. And because he was struggling, she said, Okay, I will appear to you, Thomas. I will come for your sake, Thomas. If he was in denial, just kept quiet, he would never have had that experience. But to say, God, I, I've got nothing to lose, disciples. You might think me crazy, uh, and you might think I'm, I'm less spiritual than you. But that's okay. I, I don't believe. And Jesus walked into him. Into his life, into his scene, onto his place. Say, Thomas, touch my hands, feel, feel my side. He says, My Lord and my God, my Lord and my God, I believe. I believe. I want God to increase our faith if there's still doubt in our hearts. But lastly, before we come to a place of prayer, in the book of James, chapter 5, verse 13, these scriptures have echoed through generations and generations. And over time and time, when the thoughts of prayer and requesting something from God had come up. James was a wonderful man. He was a pastor. He had a church. He had a lot of people. He was running a church. So he knew how to deal with this kind of situation. A lot of people that had needs. So this is what he says in James chapter 5 verse 13. Is any among you afflicted? The word afflicted does not really mean or have to only mean body. But whether it's body, whether it's in your mind, whether it's, it's just something that is troubling you. Something that's got a hold of you. Something you can't shake off. You've just been tormented by this thing. Just let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. And verse 14 says, 
Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. Somebody say, I believe. I believe. I believe. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. The Lord shall raise him up. This is what Peter and John were saying. I don't have it. But Jesus can do it. I've got an answer. The answer is Jesus. The Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. If there's anything, God, when I pray, I say, God, search me, O God. Like David said, he says, search me, O God, and know me. God, I am transparent. I cannot hide anything from you. Would I be a fool, an utter fool, to think I can hide something from God? Right? God, you know me. Search me and find me. Know me, Lord. And I come to you. Can we all stand this morning? I preached to you some time ago. Make way for Jesus. There's anything that's holding you back this morning. Just move it out of the way and make your way to Jesus. He's got the answer. Don't let anything hold you back. Today is our day. Today is our day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there anything holding us back? Is there any weaknesses? Is there anything that's any addictions, any things we're frustrated with. Spiritually, we can't get ahead. We find we're struggling. We have sickness, whatsoever they may be. I want you to expect the unexpected today. God is going to come on the scene. Jesus is moving right now in this place and, and I believe with all my heart and all my mind and all my soul because he says uh, if we come together believing in his name, uh, he shows up. Jesus shows up. Do you feel the presence of the Lord? Do you feel the presence of the Lord? Could you step out this morning believing? Could you step out believing that God wants to do the unexpected thing? For those who have an expectancy of revival and those who have an expectancy of God to explode with power, come and claim that today in Jesus' name. Come and receive what God wants to do in our community, in our land. Hallelujah. Because we say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe that all things are possible only if I believe. Hallelujah. Does anybody believe you can come to this altar right now in the name of Jesus? The prayer of faith will save you. The prayer of faith is able to restore you. The prayer of faith is able to, to change those things that you think is unchangeable. The incurable things can be cured by the blood of Jesus, which is available today. So we sing and worship God as we, as we get ready. Hallelujah. If you want to contact someone in relation to this sermon, please call the church on 01481. 249490 or email admin at the uk and someone will pray with you. Thank you for listening to this free download from Delancey Eden Church. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyeden.co.uk.